When our kids were younger, when Ken and I had a date night out, the rule was that we couldn't talk about the kids while we were out. Yeah. It's so hard not to do that. Yeah, but that's good. Yeah. <laughs> it is hard to do that. You kind of have to force yourself to, and then after a while, you're like, okay, we do have things that we can talk about <laughs> right. that yeah. don't include the kids. Yeah, that was Leo. That's great. Yeah, this summer he made it all the way, all the way to the bottom of the twelve foot deep end. So yeah, he loves to wow, swim. They're like awesome. fish. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you for joining us for another episode of the Bridge Podcast. We're so glad that you could join us. And today's topic is on empty nesting. Now, I am far from becoming an empty nester, but I was once told I was a boomerang kid. Have you heard of this, Denise? A boomerang kid. What's boomerang that? kid. Okay, a boomerang kid is a kid who has moved out of the home. Right? Oh. Their parents have a chance to breathe and celebrate. And then a few short years later, the kid winds up back on the couch or in the basement. That is a boomerang kid. Uh huh. So I fulfilled that role in life. And I'm sure my mother is glad that I finally got married and moved out again. That but. reminds me of the joke the guy said his parents moved when he was young, but he always found them. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Dawn, do you have any any stories like that? Have oh, any no. of your kids boomeranged yet? No, no, no. <laughs> no. It's not so gonna happen. <laughs> Dawn DeVries is our guest on today's episode. Dawn, what's your role here at the station? Um, I'm the traffic coordinator. Yep. So, so that um, is all of the um, commercial spots that we have. Yeah. I place those and process them. Yeah, and you do a lot more than that around here. And you're Absolutely. You're a great friend, a good spiritual guide, and you are definitely uh, someone who we rely on a lot. So thank you so much for everything you do here, and thanks for being on the on the podcast. This is exciting, right? No. <laughs> Dawn is not one of our major talkers. Like, if, if we have something to do on air. She um, runs when the microphone yeah. comes out. <laughs> so if, if you want to follow up this podcast episode with some encouragement for Dawn, you can reach us, podcast at 887thebridge.com. Now, Denise and Bill are here as well from the morning show. Hello. It's good to have you both on mic in studio. Thank and you. I'm Andrew, and I am the director of marketing. So one of the cool things, Dawn, if you didn't realize... Boardwalk Plaza Hotel and Victoria's Restaurant is a sponsor of our podcast. Um, and it's now is a great time for Oceanfront Dining, yes, right? Yes, it is. Have you been there with your husband, Roland, no. right? No, I haven't. No, we've no. not been down there. We kind of hit the beach September-ish. Uh-huh. Fall is a great time yes. to head to the beach. Mm-hmm. Less traffic. Yeah. Well, you can head to Victoria's Restaurant for both breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and they're just steps from the sand. I can't recommend it highly enough. I really do enjoy going there when I get the chance. So you can visit them online, boardwalkplaza.com, and we're so grateful for their support. Now, to this topic of empty nesting, what is everybody's home life like right now? Bill, let's start with you. Uh, at home, I have a, a 21-year-old. Okay. Like who's in her last year of college, mm-hmm. and an and eleven year old, yeah, sixth grade, yeah, and a mm-hmm. wife to help. Manage oh yeah, have one of those. Yes, <laughs> I have one of those. Yeah, and we have a twenty one year old who moved out just right not too long ago. Um, is in the Marine Corps, and then I have two older sons, mm-hmm. and uh, who left many years ago. Yeah. So I, I went through this emptiness thing. Yeah, a long time ago, yeah. and now so you're a pro at doing it. it again. Well, I don't know about that, but <laughs> got a couple of thoughts on it. Yeah, yeah, look forward to hearing your perspective, Denise. What about you? What's your house look like right now? So I have a 24 year old that does not live at home any longer, mm-hmm. and my daughter uh, just turned 18 earlier this year, and she started college like 
this week. Congratulations, <laughs> by the way. That's a huge accomplishment. Uh, yeah, she's living at home, though, so I really don't quite qualify for empty okay. nesting. But I bet you're making a checklist. I am yeah. <laughs> very you mindful. Have, uh, you have plans for her room? <laughs> My husband Ken does, actually. <laughs> and he's already told her. I feel bad. Right, I, keep, right. I keep coming along saying, wait, this room is yours as long as you live here. Yeah, so. but don't be going for more than six hours. <laughs> in fact, I, we were just uh, in the yard the other day taking a walk, and I was telling my wife, you know, uh, Amelia's only got about seven years of school left. Isn't that something? I think I want to make a writing studio in a room. <laughs> <laughs> See? <laughs> yeah, so we've just got two little ones, Amelia and Leo, and they're, um, they'll be 10 and 6 this December. So that's they're little. They'll be here for a while. So I'm looking to glean some wisdom and knowledge. And, you know, like I said, I boomeranged back. Um, so I got to watch my mom experience, you know, refilling the nest. Um, but, uh, you know, I could probably speak to a few things that she's done on her own. Now, Dawn, your house is empty virtually, right? Yes, yes. it is. Yeah. I have three bedrooms upstairs that have nobody in there. Mm-hmm. So both my girls are married um, in their 30s with grandchildren. So yeah. five beautiful grandchildren. So it's just my husband, Roland, and I. Yeah. And I know you get to spend a lot of time with your grandkids. Yes, I do. If the pictures on mm-hmm. Facebook are any evidence. So yes, I that's do. That's really cool. <laughs> But when, when we think about our household makeup and moving into this empty nest season, um, I can imagine there's a lot of worry or fear. I mean, this is a big change in role. You know, you go from being provider and mm-hmm. um, calendar schedule manager and, you know, maybe mm-hmm. shuttle driver. You're, you're running an entire household. And then all of those expectations are lifted. All those responsibilities are removed. And you've got to reprioritize what you're going to do with your day or your time or you know maybe some hobbies and things that you wanted to explore you've got the opportunity to do that now so what were some things you were looking forward to dawn as you entered into the empty nesting season i think the biggest thing i was um i was known as their mom Hmm. everybody knew me as melanie and kayla's mom Mm -hmm. and i think my biggest thing was being able to be dawn Hmm. Not having that right. title of their mom, having my own individuality yeah. of um, of being Don, pretty much. Right. Now, yeah. do you feel like that was something, like you were going to return to who you were before the kids came along? Or did you do you think that you were going to, um, you know, kind of fulfill some uh, desires that you had at this stage in your life? Oh, yeah, definitely the um, the older stage. I was very young. Mm-hmm. When I had both my girls, um, so I pretty much went from right from home with my parents to into a marriage, mm-hmm. and then two small children. So I really never had that chance to to be done, mm-hmm. to be so, out on your own mm-hmm. and just do your own thing. Yeah. Yep, cool. Now, do you still invite Roland out on things, or has he been? <laughs> you know, does he just have to stay home now? Do you do you still take Roland along? Who? Yeah, right. <laughs> That's what I'm worried about. <laughs> no, it's, it's, um, Mind your P's and Q's, yeah, Andrew. I, so. <laughs> I love you, dear. <laughs> it's like dating again. It's, okay. You know, it's yeah. just he and I, and you see things a lot differently when you don't mm-hmm. have kids in tow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, you know, not that that's a bad thing, but when it's just you and um, you and your spouse, it's you see different things that um, you've missed the whole time. About 
about your spouse? Spouse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do you have an example you could share? Not that I'd want to. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> so then, Denise, you, uh, you, your son has moved on. Your yeah. daughter's still there. She's on on the edge of the nest. Mm-hmm. And um, what about time between you and your husband, Ken? How does that look now? He is and he is out on the road a lot because yeah. he's a charter bus driver, so he's gone a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's funny because. I did not anticipate that necessarily when, you know, the kids were younger and what did I think the empty nest was going to look like, you know, that we'd, we'd get back to having date nights again. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and, and that we still have to fight for that time (laughs) on the schedule, you know? Hmm. Uh, But I think one of the things that, um, that I was thinking about this topic in regard to my daughter, she is not, a big conversationalist. So I think what I was looking forward to was quiet, which I already have, even though she's at home, we could both be in the living room. We both would be reading and not, not talk, you know, I mean, right. Mm -hmm. We'll have a conversation here and there, but uh, she's so quiet in the house. (laughs) I feel like I'm practicing for the empty nest already. (laughs) Bill, your house is full of young ladies. Yeah. Lots of noise, I imagine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> so, a lot of words. <laughs> a lot of words. A lot Thousands of, of them. You, yeah. Maybe you want to swap with Denise a little. Bit. You can go sit and talk with Abby. Uh, and right. <laughs> but I mean, um, uh, you and your wife, I imagine, have uh, you know quality time now. But it, do you think when the when the girls get older and move out completely that you'll mm-hmm. you'll want to return to that spouse dating phase? What yeah, do you think? that's an issue. When so when my sons, so they'll see they're 36 and 33 now. So right. it's, they've been gone a while. Um, and it was a previous marriage. Mm-hmm. And I'll be honest with you, Dawn joked about it. It was an issue um, mm-hmm. in, in our marriage um, because our lives have been built around the kids. And all of a mm-hmm. sudden they're gone. And it's like, oh, what are we going to do? What are we going to talk about? Right. What do we have in common? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And so... Coming into this, knowing we were going to talk about this today, I was just thinking one of the things that I wanted to, to share, if I can give any advice from experience, is, is don't let yourself get in the position that your whole life is your identity as a mom or a dad. And uh, date your spouse all the way through, know them, have things together, you know, have interests that are common and mm-hmm. talk now because otherwise you're going to get to that point and it's going to be like a door slams and you don't know what just happened. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's quite a shock. That common tie of raising the kids and managing the kids' lives is gone. Right. And you've lost all commonality now. And identity, even. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's a that's a great warning, a great suggestion because um, I can find I I can see that at times in our marriage. It's like, you know, it's so you get so wrapped up, you know, between uh, school and outside activities, and then and then even doing things together with the kids. You know, we like to plan a lot of fun things between the four of us, but. But you're right. Like, I need to reserve some time. I need mm-hmm. to set aside some time just for us, you know, mm-hmm. to get away or, or or talk over reading books. That when, would be nice. Too. When our kids were younger, uh, when Ken and I had a date night out, the rule was that we couldn't talk about the kids while we <laughs> were out. Good. It yeah. was so hard not to do that. Yeah, but that's good. Yeah, <laughs> it is hard to do that. You kind of have mm-hmm. to force yourself to. And then after a while, you're like, okay, we do have things that we can talk about. <laughs> right. That yeah. don't include the kids <laughs> yeah and i'd recommend also to that i mean this isn't you know a marriage episode but 
don't yeah. talk about work either. Yeah. Uh, so easy just True. to like, okay, we're not going to talk about kids. Great. Let's talk about work. And, yeah. and we fall into that sometimes. Yeah. But um, yeah. there's lots of other stuff to talk about. Mm-hmm. You know, even so. when you go out, you've got your cell phone with you and you're constantly looking at it right. to make sure the babysitter hasn't called or something's right. not wrong with the kids. So. Yeah. Oh, I can remember. We tried yeah. to get away once when the kids were still really young. We got all the way down to Rehoboth. We had a nice dinner planned. You know, we were looking, we've been looking forward to this for a while. We get all the way down there. And you know how you can drive all all the way down to the um, to the pavilion uh, in mm-hmm. Rehoboth, and then the turn bandstand. the yeah. bandstand. Right, right. At, we get all the way down to the bandstand, right, <laughs> and the phone went off, and it was um, I can't get them to sleep. They're like going crazy. Oh. Any chance? Yeah, we'll be home. <laughs> oh. Yeah, it was a real bummer. <laughs> so, yeah, time for a new babysitter. I yeah. think. <laughs> that's what I was thinking. Yeah. A little earmark on her resume. So then, um, some things that you might be looking forward to, Dawn. You said you wanted to get back to being Dawn. What are some hobbies or activities that you know that you're looking forward to, or ways that you're going to volunteer or serve in your community? And that's what it was. I started volunteering a lot more. Um, and then I started reading. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. Reading a lot more. I hit my Bible a lot more, a lot more in depth. Oh, okay. Because, you know, at mm-hmm. that time, you're pressed for time for a lot. So you, I caught myself just reading Scripture, not mm-hmm. really digging into Scripture or not taking it sentence by sentence. Mm-hmm. And so now I've got the more time to do that, which actually back then should have been a priority, but mm-hmm. it wasn't. And so that's something I really look forward to doing every morning now. So Good. Yeah. Type for Bible studies at church mm-hmm. with other ladies, I would imagine. Yes. Things like that. That's very mm-hmm. cool. Mm-hmm. And um, did you did you add any uh, volunteer work? You said you did some volunteer work. Um, yeah, I do. I work with um, Code Purple okay. um, with the homeless and then also the um, King County Pregnancy Center. Mm-hmm. Very um, good. So. Excellent. And... Denise, what do you think might be one of those things that you want to add to your plate? I know you've got a full plate Mm -hmm. right now. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I have been actually thinking through what are some things that I really enjoy doing, but I haven't done in a while. Yeah, okay. Or what is something that I've always wanted to do and haven't done? Because one, I either didn't have the time or I didn't have the money or... Mm -hmm. Whatever. Bill, this is where she's going to tell us she wants to skydive. <laughs> nope. <laughs> <laughs> and so just thinking through some of those things, um, one of the things that I've done this year, because I knew things were starting to kind of change already with uh, Abby getting older, was I, I kind of made it um, a plan that anytime I talk to somebody whether it was through a text or I got an email from someone I ran into somebody I hadn't seen in a long time you know how people say we should get together Mm -hmm. sometime Mm. I have purposed that every time someone says that to me I'll say let's do that when does it suit you and actually set a date right then and there Mm. that's wonderful when you're with them or when you're talking to them yes Uh, and it has been really a neat year for reestablishing some friendships getting to know some people that i really didn't know very well uh better because we purposed Mm -hmm. to spend time together that's That's really cool yeah that's a good recommendation yep bill nah 
Your your plate's full. You can't. <laughs> yeah, the thing is, so I'm 62 and I have an 11 year old. So let's see. By the time she leaves, uh, yeah, yeah, I ain't gonna be doing much. <laughs> I'm resigned. If you to want, that. I'll come wheel you around. Yeah, that's about uh, <laughs> If you're, I'm still around, right. uh, you can do that. <laughs> you're still writing your story. You're yeah, writing. I think you're you are still writing your story. Wow. There's never an end to it. What are some things that that you think, you know, thinking hopefully into the future? What are some things that you would like to tackle, even even with a child still at home? Um, mm-hmm. What are some things that you've, you know, maybe would want to add, you know, into your Achievements. Yeah, well, as you know, I, so I did devotions at the radio station staff mm-hmm. meeting yesterday, yes. and, and I talked yep. about margins, and I mm-hmm. struggle with that and have forever. Mm-hmm. And um, so my my hope is that that starts improving the mm-hmm. older I get. And we've made some changes here at the radio station that are going to help that. And um, and as I have less responsibility with with kids, mm-hmm. um, hopefully that that'll be the big thing. And I'll just have a little margin. I just I really like. Um, serving i like helping and doing and um so i just hope i have more opportunities to to do that right cool well with free those little things i mean not i'm not gonna yeah big you know world changing like yeah yeah just help go Mm -hmm. help a guy do something that that kind of stuff yeah whatever needs to be done just to be available well it sounds like in line with um when you had shared about that um not walk with god what was the name of that study that you did Mm -hmm. the irish guy Oh, Godspeed. Yeah, it sounds a lot like that Godspeed film mm-hmm. where you were more intentional about just going out and mm-hmm. meeting the people in your neighborhood or the yeah. people in your surroundings. Your parish, he called it. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. then just getting connected and being mm-hmm. in, in life with them, doing life together. Yeah. Sounds cool. He, yeah, and that he said you have to slow down to catch up to God. Right. And that's my hope. Yeah. yeah. So there's a lot of things we can be hopeful for and look forward to. But I imagine entering into that empty nest phase could be also filled with trepidation and fear. There could be a lot of hesitation, um, resistance to the change that you're facing. You know, um, age for one, more time on your hands that either has to be filled or um, that you you have to move through. And then also uh, the people that you're surrounded by for all this time. Now they're maybe not gone out of your life, but they're gone out of your daily routine. So what were some fears that you faced uh, just before your children, you know, left the nest, Dawn? What were some things that you were worried uh, about facing? Mine was, um, did I equip them with everything that they needed to be able to use Mm. as an adult and away from home? Um, Did I teach them how to balance a checkbook? (laughs) Um, how to do the laundry <laughs> that they already knew how to change a tire uh-huh. exactly my husband yeah. taught them that um, right. to have good work habits you know right. um, how I, to evaluate uh, a husband yes yeah. <laughs> yes <laughs> my youngest has only had one um, she started dating yeah. a young man when she was 16 and she married him so good. Um, yeah. things like that um when they had situations, you have to let them do it on their own mm-hmm. and to fall on their own. And that was very hard as a parent to see them do that. And then you have to wait for their advice. You don't, it was very easy growing up, you know, as they're at home to just tell them what they should have done or how they should have handled something. And now when they're out of the house, you, you can't do that. Mm. Um, you have to let them make their own mistakes, learn from their own mistakes, and then wait 
for them to offer or to ask you for your advice. And that was really hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You want to go and save your kids anytime right. something happens. Well, I had a question about that that I jotted down. Um, even though your kids are out of the home, right, you're, you're still, you still want to be, and, and you should really still be a part of their lives, right? You mm-hmm. still have, um, you're still guiding them. You know, you're still a parent, even if yes. they're not around. Mm-hmm. Um, the roles change a little bit, but but you're still the parent. So how has that been for you now that the, the girls are out, they're married on their own? Um, where does your parent role continue and, and where does it, what are some of the boundaries where that has to end? Like, I think the most boundaries are with the grandkids. Mm-hmm. Um, they have their way of raising their children. Mm-hmm. Both of them have different ways and then they were in some ways different than when I raised them. Um, but back then when I was raising my kids, we didn't have the internet and we didn't have Google on how things should be done. Or, Mm -hmm. you know, all we had was Dr. Spock. Right. uh, My mom had that book. If he didn't didn't say to do it, then we didn't do it. So now there's so many different ways and so many different avenues that they can go to for, for different help. And a lot of things they do now, I wish I had. And, you know, as parents, we all make mistakes and, and I've learned from, um, from them even, Mm. um, parenting grandchildren you know the grandchildren are the best things to have because you you spoil them and then you send them home (laughs) and then you get the phone call from the parents saying what did you do (laughs) um but yeah i it's um parenting now too is a lot different than what it was back then there's Mm -hmm. a lot more things that they fear for you know changes in the world so yeah. That um, yeah. we didn't have to worry about as kids. Any fears that you're facing, Denise, heading into that season? Um, I think I I looked forward to having a quiet space, but I also feared having a quiet space. Mm. If that makes any sense? You know, when there's so much chaos in your home with kids when they're little, and just your schedules are just so hectic and full, and everything is just always going. You kind of go, I wish things would just be calm. And mm. and then I got, I started approaching the time where I'm thinking, okay, I have a lot more time on my hands now than I used to. I think the thing that I've, um, that I have, I'm really enjoying in this kind of pseudo empty mm. nest period here for me, uh, I'm actually enjoying learning to be more of a friend because when when, <laughs> when you're parenting children they don't need you as a friend they need right. you to be their parents right. and um, um i'm enjoying kind of starting to step into that role that's um, cool certainly stepped into that with my son but um just you know i find that when abby and i uh have time together we went out to lunch yesterday and instead of telling her when she was telling me about her day her classes and people that she was encountering instead of saying uh, why don't you do this or why don't you do yes. that i was yeah. asking her questions well, what right. do you think would make a difference in that situation and neat. letting her discover that on her own very neat i can remember living away from home and um i used to call my mom every sunday night or so and we we would just get on and talk for a long time you know like maybe an hour an hour and a half two hours it just talk 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 Mm -hmm. and it was really like you say it was a transition Mm -hmm. to being friends with my mom rather than trying to you know meet her expectations as far as like 
behavior, or, mm-hmm. you know, things yeah. that I needed to get done yeah. and her guiding me every step of the way. I she, think embracing that kind of change, it yeah. helps make that uh, transition easier too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was a good time. So then, um, looking forward to that new lifestyle of being out on your own, you and your spouse having more time together and, um, those activities that you're going to add to your plate. Um, any, any final recommendations for ways to cope with an empty nest? I would say having gone through it once, um, I would say just don't enter into that period with, uh, with, uh, agony and fear and dread because it's part of the process. It's mm-hmm. necessary. It's our job. In fact, as parents mm-hmm. to empty the nest, mm-hmm. we're, we're supposed to be stewards of this, this human being that God entrusted us with. And our job is, as, as uh, Don alluded to earlier, is to teach them, to train them, but to make them ready so that when mm-hmm. they turn a certain age, it might be 18, it might be 20, it might be whatever it is, mm-hmm. but they have to leave. The Bible says they should leave. That's right. And mm-hmm. so our job is to make sure they're ready. And then let them leave with our with our blessing mm-hmm. and our prayer and our support, mm-hmm. but to recognize you can't hold on to them. It's not normal. It's not natural. It's not proper. Right. It's not right. fair. No. They've got to fly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if you're facing this empty nest period, either with fear or with unbounding joy, then... <laughs> <laughs> then Know that we are a resource that you can turn to. Certainly, you can listen to the radio station anytime and tune into other podcasts where we give recommendations for parenting. And as Bill said, during this empty nest period, feel like it's time to fulfill your role as the parent who has guided your your child to be ready to fly on their own. And then enter into that new season of life. Find some activities or hobbies. Reinvest in yourself. Rediscover yourself. But do it all with the sense that God has a purpose for your life that he's trying to fulfill over the entire course from your childhood to when you left the nest to when you started your own home and then you finally emptied your nest. Be sure to download the Bridge Mobile app to get the latest podcast episodes. And if you enjoyed this podcast, share it with a friend. You can provide feedback, suggest show topics, and let Dawn know how great she did. Just email us podcast at 887thebridge.com and you can get complete show notes on our website, 887thebridge.com. 